Joining us now, he is the head golf professional down at the Country Club of Jackson. Jason Paragast joins us. Jason, welcome back into the golf shop. Hey, Jason. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. You know, it was interesting. I was just uh, scrolling through the history of the winners at the Sanderson Farm yeah. Championship. Very good list of winners, but a very good list of guys that have not won and are runners up. Uh, all the way back to 1986, Paul Azinger <laughs> losing to Dan Halderson and wow. Nick Faldo in 87 losing to David Ogren. Wow. Uh, <laughs> some of the big boys have, uh, have had some runner-up finishes here in the past. Yeah, there's been some really good ones. Uh, the tenants, 52 years, maybe old now, 53. Wow. And we've been at a few different places in the in the state, and we've had it at our place since 2014. And uh, we've had some good guys that have just just missed out on on holding the trophy on 18, also. Yeah, and Jason, I want to congratulate you on, on the commitment you've had gotten so far. People like Jimmy Walker, Sergio Garcia, Zach Johnson, Henrik Stenson, Keegan Bradley, Stuart Sink, on and on. I mean, you've got a really good field next week. It really is. It's it's the strongest field that we've had. I'm not sure if uh, I guess all the all the spokes in the wheel are kind of aligning up, if you will, yeah. between all the challenges with the COVID and the early round season and the the changing of the tournament schedule and, of course, everything that Mr. Sanderson is doing and, and our superintendent, Stanley Ruby, with the golf course. Uh, I think that once they come, I think they're repeat players for the most part once they come. So we're excited to have some new faces on the golf course this week. Yeah, and Jason, this is, uh, you know, what, maybe couple weeks, three weeks pushed back from your traditional date. Um, how does that change anything in terms of uh, uh, weather, the course setup, things like that? We should be. We really should be in great shape. The golf course was as dry and playing as firm and fast as I've ever seen it. We did a little irrigation project over the, uh, in the springtime that really helped dry out some fairways. And the golf course really playing very good. Uh, the weather looks like going to be pretty benign, um, lower 50s in the morning and 75, not quite what you think about when you think of Mississippi, uh, but it is a, it's a perfect time, Set late mid, mid to late September, early October, it's hard to beat golf in Mississippi that time of year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the good news, I mean, you guys, uh, obviously the last couple of years, uh, Sebastian Munoz last year, Cameron Champ uh, the year before, kind of some up-and-coming players, uh, and, and those guys parlayed those into, uh, you know, they were both at the Tour Championship this year, so those guys were able to sustain some uh, some momentum from, from their wins. Always nice to see uh, that you have guys that uh, are coming back to defend that have been playing well. Yes, it, it is. It's fun to see some some of our players, uh, some of our players playing really well and right leap using our event, if you will, for, for their first wins and, and leapfrogging into a career for them is, is exciting. Although the, the field is getting stronger with regards to the number of wins, um, for players that are playing. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a, uh, if there's a, a more seasoned veteran that, that happens to hold the trophy at the end of this week. And, being from Vermont, where I am, of course, I have a, uh, a sentimental favorite in Keegan uh, sure. coming, coming to play for the first time. So I'm excited. Hopefully he can, hopefully he can play well. 
Jason, you you had said earlier that the the golf course was playing hard and fast uh, a week or so ago. Did the did the tropical storms change that? I mean, is it is it a lot softer now than it was say two weeks ago? It is. We missed the first storm that went through Louisiana and kind of devastated okay. some places down there. Yeah. So we missed that storm uh, this this week. Um, we have receives upwards close to six inches, five to six inches of rain early a lot of water. in the week. Yeah. So it's really it's really softened everything all up. Um I although I do think the best is gonna turn the hardest it's ever played, given the fact that there aren't any stands anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I would expect hole number twelve to be the hardest hole. It always plays challenging and I would expect hole number twelve to be the hardest hole for the event. Eighteen I believe is gonna play harder. You know, they don't have the backboard of all the pavilions and and stands and all of that behind the greens kind of protecting a long shot. Yep. So I would expect the golf course to play hard. The rough is, the rough is thick. Uh, it's really good. Again, we're talking with the head golf professional down at the Country Club of Jackson, Jason Pendergast. And yeah, that's... I, that's what I was going to say. You know, we watched uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Matt Wolf kind of... Uh, use the the bomb technique and go find it and hit it again. Uh, you know, how does that something like that work out at the country club of Jackson? Uh, you know, if guys bomb it and they're a little offline, what's going to be the repercussions of this? Well, uh, Bermuda rough is, uh, is different than oh, yeah. you know, cool season grass yep. rough up and up at Wingfoot for sure. It plays, it plays normally. Uh, we're about two and a half feet upwards of three inches of, if we can get some more growth between now and the event. Uh, it's really hard. These, these players have such high club head speed. They have a chance to get it out of the rough for sure. Um, but they, it's going to be hard to hold them on to the greens. Um, the, a lot of our greens kind of roll off on some edges, and mm-hmm. we have some false fronts. So uh, in all honesty, the rough's probably easier at the landing area, which is where all of our members enter and exit enter and exit the fairway okay. uh, when they play all year long an extra 40 yards my members don't hit it there <laughs> and the rough's probably worse down there than it is at the quote-unquote the landing area so uh, nothing wrong with hitting it a long ways as long as they miss it to the right you can't ever get in trouble at ccj if you miss it to the right so long and spades are okay yeah, Jason. Nice. I, you know the the this time of year, the Bermuda in the southeast. Uh, you know it's thin enough to the ball goes right down to the bottom, and so you're you're hitting you're hitting the ball off sometimes hard pan. Uh, it's kind of unpredictable as to how it's going to react once you hit it. Uh, and I, you know, I, the only thing that I've ever played tougher than tall Bermuda rough is the ice plant out in California. <laughs> that is impossible, yeah. right? But uh, yeah, the, I, it'll play tough, and, and I, I agree. I mean. Um, fescue grass doesn't doesn't hold a candle to three inch Bermuda grass, uh, th- especially this time of year. Uh, absolutely, and anyone. See, I'm from the north, so when I got down down here 20 years ago or so, it was uh, it was an eye opener for me. I know my members are challenged with it. Um, Clubhead speed, as I said earlier, yeah. is a is a great thing. Mm-hmm. But even then, trying to figure out how the ball is going to come out. I mean, the rough. I don't know if y'all remember, but back in, and this is a while ago, so back in 15, William McGirt was coming down, and, and he misjudged the shot out of out of the rough on the right side of 16 and, and came up short, and 
and uh, and missed, made a bogey, and ended up finishing one shot behind yeah. Peter Malnati. Yeah. I talked to him that afternoon in the locker room, and he said he misjudged how it was coming out of the rough. Um, so the rough cost him potentially cost him a shot at a playoff for sure. So yeah, and, that, and that's a and that's a guy that's so played, bad, but it's tough. Yeah, and that's a guy that's played in the southeast his whole life, William McGirt. You know, he's that's he's correct. he's he's used to Bermuda grass, so. Yeah, it's he tough. Is. I'm, I'm excited. He's back in the field this, uh, this year. He's recovered from his from his injuries, and he's back in the field. I'm I'm excited for him to play, and look forward to staying high school. Yeah, and Jason, that begs the, the question. Uh, last year, uh, Sebastian Munoz and Sunjay M in a playoff at mm-hmm. 18 under par, with uh, Ben On right behind him at 17 under par. Where where do you see scoring going? Uh, this time around and you know i mean munoz threw a little 63 at him on saturday yeah. is that number uh in the cards this this time around uh, i think it is uh, as hard as it is for me to say i think i think a 63 or a, a four are in there it's uh, it's just hard it's hard to put them together um for anybody to put that many of them together yeah I've always said on your show that if you get to uh, if you get to you get to eighteen, you win, and if you get to seventeen, you're in a playoff. And um, we've got a couple of scores, twenty and twenty-one, um, but ultimately eighteen's the number. So you know those guys they cut so good. Our greens are so good; they're going to roll fast. They're relatively flat, which does make them a little challenge to read. However, once once you've got a once you've got a beat on how the ball actually moves on the property and moves on the greens, you can make a lot of putts when the greens are Bermuda greens are rolling really fast yeah. and they're true. It, I would look for a guy that puts it really well. I mean, you got to put well to win any PGA Tour That's event, right. but I would take a someone that puts it really well over over somebody that hits it a long way this uh, next week. Well, and that, I mean, you know, you also said about no fear of missing it right. So does that mean that we look for guys that traditionally play it left to right off the tee and they're, they're missing to their, to their dominant side? Is that, is that somebody else that we need to look at this week? I would, I would say so, yes. I mean, we've got a couple of dog legs that move. Number six moves pretty hard from right to left, and that's a long hole. Um, most of our dog legs are, are fairly soft, and um, there's – only trouble on the back nine on the left side of the property as the golf course circles back uh, clockwise around the property. So um, somebody that draws it right to left is, is probably more challenged out here, even though a few of our holes move right to left. I would find a guy that, that moves the ball left to right, kind of fades off the tee and, and can putt well. I put my money on them all day. Well, Jason, man, we always appreciate you coming on with us and uh, talking about the upcoming tournament. I hope you have a great event out there. Uh, no fans, but you know what? We'll all be watching on TV, and uh, we hope to see uh, some nice action down the finish. And you never know, maybe a little playoff action. Maybe a little playoff. That would be great. And, of course, I, I appreciate your time. Thank you all for calling and having me on your show. Uh, as Mr. Joe Sanderson says, it's all about the kids. and Yeah. And we're asking everybody to mask up for the kids and um, thoughts and prayers for everyone challenged in this crazy time. And uh, hopefully we get to it sooner than later. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Jason. Thanks, Jason. My pleasure. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a great day. Okay.